Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team and a teaching partner with Empowered Living. And the first half of my life, y'all, this is no joke, but I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. And then in my spare time, I was caught in the comparison trap. If that went bad enough, I had a broken mindset. Now, I was clueless as far as all of this. I was totally unaware that these patterns and these programs were holding me back. It was just a story that I had already always told myself and a story that I had come to believe. And one day, I'll never forget, I remember where I was standing. I had walked into my office, shut the door and said out loud, there has got to be more for me. And it was that day that I took a step in the direction of my dreams. And I bet on myself for the first time ever. And I'll be honest with you, I had no clue what I was doing, but I had seen this little infomercial and it said, become a speaker, trainer, and coach. I was like, I'm going to do it. And so I just jumped all in, not even knowing, you know, the whole picture at all. But it was shortly after that, that I saw the quote, Wayne Dyer's quote that said, when you change the way that you look at things, the things that you look at change. And immediately it was, I'm not saying it was magical and, you know, pixie dust and blowing sunshine. I'm not talking about that, but I'm just saying my life began to change and I could see it happening before my eyes. And, you know, that's been over five years ago and I am still drinking from the fire hose. I am growing daily. I'm failing daily. So I just want to go ahead and say this too. Now, if, if you're perfect, this might not be the podcast for you, but I do want to encourage you to stay on and listen to our great guest today, Victoria, because she's going to bring some, some great, great stuff to you today. But after that, you might not want to follow me because I am far from perfect. I am a work in progress, but I'm committed to the rest of my life to becoming the best version of me. And I work with people who want to do the same. I'm going to be honest. I just, I like working with happy people, happy people that want to make a difference in the world. So today I want you to welcome with me to our global, our global podcast, our gritty women global podcast. I want you to bring a warm round of applause all over the world to Victoria Metal as she comes and shares with us today. Victoria, welcome to the Gritty Women podcast. We're so excited to have you today and tell us what are you most excited about today? Um, thank you so much for having me, and I am just really excited to kind of share my journey of, I guess, not feeling good enough and then blossoming into someone who I feel is worthy just of good things in life. And it's been a long journey, but it's an important journey, and I'm looking forward to talking about it. Wow. Well, we're so glad you're here, and I, I think that message is one that we cannot hear enough because so many women and men for that matter are, are are there they are stuck there how can i get from where i am to where i want to go and so i'm, I'm just so happy to have you today to share share your story and i know it will be an encouragement to our audience yeah now now tell us you just recently made a big move and, and tell us what you're doing uh, yeah, I moved down from Long Island. I spent my entire childhood there, uh, moved out to Pennsylvania for college. I lived in Amish country for four years in college. Um, and I spent a little bit of time in Maryland. That's actually where the story kind of gets a little tougher. That was the toughest point. Um, 
from Maryland, I actually moved back in with my parents because of um, some mental health stuff that I had going on. But I've finally landed in North Carolina. My family lives within 20 minutes. My parents are retiring, like literally like weeks from now, they've purchased a house and they're on their way. So I feel extremely blessed to be here. Um, and at the same time, understanding that the journey was so important so I can value what I have right now. That is, that is so true. I think sometimes we want to, we want to forget, you know, the places, the obstacles, the hard places, but that journey to me is what makes life so sweet because we can look back and see how, how strong we've become because of what we've gone through. Yes, absolutely. And it's, it's been a long road. I graduated in 2017 and was very focused on how do I get the job? What do I have to do to get the job? Let's get the job. And that summer was the most stressful summer of my entire life. Wow. I ended up with a job in Maryland and I was split between two schools uh, full time, but I had three days at one school, two days at another. And I was doing okay for a while. I didn't have any family around at that point. Um, and I also had some things that I was dealing with in my workplace where um, one of the schools was, was functioning really well. The other was not functioning really well. Um, death threats to me, the kids were going after each other and this was in an elementary school. And it was, it was so sad to watch, but as a really, inexperienced teacher. This was my first teaching job. I had no idea what I was supposed to be doing and how to deal with this because this was not like any situation I'd ever walked into before. And my mental health suffered severely. I, I don't want to say I developed anxiety because I knew that it was there. There had been things in the past where I knew that it existed and I'd been working through it, but it really came to the forefront at that point. Um, and I had to kind of give up that job, give up the apartment, move home, and basically start again. I was seven or eight months out of college, and I felt like I hadn't accomplished anything. So that was kind of the beginning of the story in which, you know, things didn't work out. Things just didn't work out the way that I wanted them to, the way that I planned. I was not expecting to be that girl who quote unquote failed and then had to move back in with her parents. I felt like that was even a bigger failure was I had to go back home to mom and dad and they had to kind of like lift me up again. So that was yeah, not, not, not the way we want everything to play out, but I am sure that now looking back on that, you can see just like we were saying earlier that, that those little steps have brought you to where you are today. Yes. You're, you're so much stronger now because of it. Yes, absolutely. And I was at home. I found a wonderful job and it was great. I was working with kids and toddlers, um, teaching music and art classes. Wonderful time. Like that's, that's my jam. Like working with toddlers, I would do it all day. It's, it's amazing for me. God um, love you. Yes. That's wonderful. And it's, it's hard. Um, but it's one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. And unfortunately, our franchises closed soon after I was hired. So I was there, I think maybe like three months. 
and then our franchise is closed. So while I was super sad, I was also able to like buy almost everything in the store because I knew that I wanted to go back to music teaching. So I bought all of these instruments. How wonderful. <laughs> and I remember mom, I called my mom and I was like, this is not all gonna fit in my car right now. So can you come over? Like, can you bring the other car? Because I, they're about to throw all this stuff in the dumpster, essentially. Oh my word. It came, back, it came down to the last day and I said, I can't, like there's puppets, there's instruments, there's so much. And I know that I'm gonna have students one day who are going to value these things and who might not be able to afford these things. So I have to get them where they need to go. And where they needed to go at that point was in my mom's car. That's car. right. We needed, we needed a car at that first step. That yes. is so cool. So I um, was hired at another children's fitness center, which was great. It was more about movement rather than music and art, but I was still around that toddler age, which is the age that I love. And I was there for all of two weeks. And then I started getting this shooting pain in my right hip when I tried to walk and it was not easy. It was not something that I could work with when I was in charge of lifting children to the uneven bars. And I think that that's actually what caused it was that like motion of bending down and then picking up the weight of the kids to get them on the, on the equipment. Mm -hmm. But I felt so terrible. I went two weeks in and I said, I have to give my two weeks notice. And they're like, what are you talking about? But as soon as you tell someone, you know, you have a physical problem when you're lifting children, you know, like it wasn't really a two weeks notice. It was more like, okay, we can't have you here anymore, which yeah. was also very unfortunate. Um, went on to find out that I had actually torn a muscle in my hip socket at the ripe age of 23. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that was a lot to take in um and it became it was my right hip so i stopped driving altogether i didn't have the reaction time to even like slam on the brake pedal if that was necessary and within a month i was having surgery on the hip uh six months recovery physical therapy two to three times a week i started with a walker then moved up to crutches <laughs> Uh, and then was learning kind of how to walk again on this load-bearing muscle. But I think that that was the most important time for me in my life for a couple reasons. The first reason was it changed my relationship with my mom. I was now an adult that kind of became a child again and needed to rely on my mom for a lot of things. Like I had a brace that she had to Velcro me into when I slept. There was no way I could move without her help. Right. So it changed that relationship and it caused us to have to like work together in a way that we didn't have to do since I was in high school. Right. Like about, you know, five or six years ago. So it changed that relationship and it also showed me all you wanna be doing while you're laying in bed is working with kids. And the reason that you are laying here, the reason that you are going through this pain and you go to physical therapy and you're doing all of these things is because one day there's gonna be kids somewhere who are gonna need you to sit crisscross applesauce on the floor so you can play music games with them. 
And that was like the single thought that kept me going. Yeah. And once I could sit up, like I didn't sit up for like a week and a half. Once I could actually sit in a chair, the first thing I did was pull out my, my personal laminator. And if you have any teachers listening, they'll know all about, all about how laminating is, is a very, very um, exciting thing for a teacher. Yes. So I was printing and laminating all of these different um, manipulatives that I would use in my classroom one day. And I did not stop. I laminated for like a solid two months because that was what was keeping me going. That one day I'm going to use these things with a group of kids. One day I'm going to be in a setting in which I feel comfortable to work and I'm going to be able to teach music instead of wrangle behaviors and worry about my safety. So all of that to say, I, um, ended up in a wonderful job in North Carolina and I have that now after all of that hardship and it's been a long road it's been a tough road but the outcome has been more than I could ever imagine I wake up and I think who like who did I have to trick for someone to pay me money to go have like the best time of my life teaching music to kids every day. <laughs> I feel like I like I trick somebody because they give me money for for what I love to do. What do you love to do? Yeah. <laughs> That's such a great point and I think that you know there's so many people that are in places, relationships and jobs and you know positions or just in limbo in this place of uncertainty where they're where they're asking them these same questions. What what is there for me out there? What could I do? And even like you said, you took these rough places. And even during that time, you were, you were speaking um, the affirmations of, you know, I'm doing this now because I'm preparing this for the time that I will be there with kids. And, and now that someday is here. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to have tough, tough times ahead. But, but these learning models that you've experienced are now valuable because you could, you can take that learning model of going through those hard times and you can plug it into whatever you face in the future. So I appreciate you sharing, you know, that the hard times, I think a lot of times, you know, we don't want to share the, the rough patches, but it's those patches that are encouragement to us as we speak them and also to all of the people that hear it. So thank you for being so transparent with us today. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. And I think, Podcasting is so cool in the way that like everyone has a different audience and I don't know if someone in your audience needs to hear what I have to say. So it's encouraged me to really think about what you have gone through and realizing like this is kind of a big deal, especially hip surgery at 23. Like that's not a, not a common thing that someone's going through. So that's exactly right. It is. And, and, and your story is unique, just like your thumbprint is unique. And, and your voice is, is not my voice. And your story is not my story. And there are people, you're exactly right, that will resonate to your voice. And they might not resonate with my voice and my story. But that's the beautiful thing, is that we have to make it a, available. We have to be willing to put it out there. And yes, there are going to be people that try to you know, correct our crown for us and tell us why we're wrong doing it or whatever. But we just have to love them where they are and just be gentle with them and be gentle with ourselves. Yeah, absolutely.
absolutely. So, so tell us the name of your podcast so people can connect with you. And when we publish this, this podcast, we'll also put all your connecting information there too. What's the name of your podcast? Sure. Uh, I am um, the creator of, I guess, the Intention Seekers podcast. So you can find that on iTunes and Spotify and a whole bunch of other places that my host puts it. And I don't really know the whole techie side, but it's out there somewhere. That's exactly right. <laughs> we don't have to know the techie side. We can just get somebody to do that for us. But the main thing is for us to share our story. And that's what you've done today so beautifully. And we just are so happy to have you on the Gritty Women podcast. Now, when you saw that Gritty Women podcast and, and you raised your hand to be on our show, what was it about Gritty that you love? G for gratitude, R, resilience, I is for inspiring. The two T's are think tough and why is you do you. Which part of Gritty resonated with you the most, Victoria? It was definitely resilience. And there were so many times in that story where I was knocked down and had the choice to either stay down or pick myself back up again and keep going. And neither one of those choices are easy. Staying down is not, is not necessarily easy because it's a, it's a really tough place to be mentally and physically in my, in my case for my hip, but resilience in rising up and realizing that this is only going to make me stronger. There's a reason that this happened and maybe I'm never going to know it, but sometime in the future, this is going to, this is going to help me. And I get to stand up and be proud of what I've gone through. That's exactly right. I think, you know, re resilience is the key to, to everything. I mean, it, it really is because we are going to fail. We're going to fall. That is a given. We, that's going to happen, but we just have to, we're going to fall down. Like you said, we're going to fall down seven times and we have to grit up eight. That's why I say, you know, we're going to, we're going to just keep gritting up. I mean, we got to, we got to grit back up. That's it. So gritty is the new strong gritty is the new pretty and gritty is is the way for us to live a life of empowerment so that Absolutely. we can empower other people. Yes. So thank you again for sharing your time with us today. And we wish you all the best in this new school year. And no matter what we, we face the uncertainty of the uncertainty, we know that we're going to go out there with the whole you know, premise of just making a difference in the world. And you certainly are. So just keep, keep the music flowing for all of us. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Have a, have a wonderful gritty day. We'll talk to you soon.